0: Thank <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. Good evening and welcome to episode 397 of the Private Property Podcast. I'm your host, Unzamando Kumalo. It's the Thursday edition of the Private Property Podcast if you join us for the first time. Welcome to the family. You tuned in to the only property daily property show in South Africa, catering to your property needs. Doesn't matter where you are in your property journey, whether you're looking to buy, to sell, to build, your to tenant, to your landlord, we're certainly here to make sure that you have the right resources, the right tools to help you navigate your journey and to all our regular viewers on facebook on instagram on youtube welcome to it you know how we do every single weekday you and i have a appointment at 7 p.m we're always in conversation with a property expert who helps us make better property decisions and of course some of the other great shows that you can look forward to on private property's social media pages every single weekday at 8 p.m includes the farming podcast that you can catch later on this evening at 8 p.m with umbali nuogon and she's also on your screens on tuesdays at the same time and every Mondays and Fridays, the child brings you the Home Shoppers Show, where he's always taking us through incredible uh, properties that you can find on www.privateproperty.co.za. And on Wednesdays, Estee Classen takes you through the First Time Home Buyers Show, which she's always in conversation with people who've not only walked that first time home buying journey, but going to grow their property portfolios from strength to strength. Then, of course, there's also the great competition that you can look forward to on our Facebook page and all you have to do to enter that great competition is to tell us and share with us some of the great property advice insight tools that you have learned while watching the show or even some of the other shows and we enter your name into a lucky draw where you stand a chance of walking away with 500 rands in cash every single Single weekday. And what you have to do in order to win that prize is if we call you in, you have to be watching the show live and claim the money while we are still on air And in the an event where the person doesn't do so, then the money rolls over into the money bag. Well, that's some of the great ways that you can stand a chance of walking away with that cash prize. Uh, yesterday's winner unfortunately did not claim the money. So we have a rollover this evening. Uh, and so I do look forward to seeing who the lucky winner is going to be this evening but you can look forward to that later on on the show this evening we're looking at whether the rental market uh you know can recover after 2021 so can the rental market recover after this year we'll also just explore what do we mean by it right what do we mean by uh, rental market recovering uh i know that tenants have probably enjoyed uh, the state of the rental market certainly more than uh, you know landlords many landlords complaining about the inability to raise rentals uh, and sometimes having to even decrease you know what they were previously charging and we're also going to look at some of the ways that you can potentially spot a rental scam we're seeing quite a lot of that it is the festive season I know that many people who want to move in you know their properties in the new year are going to want to uh, get the finances right this side of of the year, sort of in the new year. So, you want to watch out for that as much as possible. And of course, some of the different uh, trends that we've already spotted in the rental market this year. And to help us get a good sense of you know, navigating the rental market in the year that was and certainly the year that we're preparing for, I'm joined this evening by Sheree van Vidden, who is the head of residential rentals uh, at RentProp. Shereen, thank you so much for joining us this evening.
1: Thank you, Zama.
0: You know, Sherry. I think when we look at uh, you know the rental market, we're talking about it recovering. Uh, you know, whether or not it's going to recovering in twenty twenty one. Before we even look at whether or not it can, what do we mean when we talk about, you know, rental market recovery? because uh, I'm sure there's certainly some people who are thinking, wait, well, was there something wrong with it? Uh, what does it need to recover from? Perhaps they're slightly out of the roof. We can't take these things for granted. I think sometimes people like using jargon and we're not all quite in the loop about you know what the market behavior actually means. Uh and so before we even look at whether or not recovery is possible and what would need to happen uh, for, for that to be realized. Let, let, let's first unpack what we mean uh, by, you know, the market needing to recover. What does it need to recover from exactly?
1: So COVID obviously has hit all of us really, really hard. It's been a market that has taken a lot of learning, a lot of adjusting. Unfortunately, unfortunately what we've seen is we have seen an increase in fraudulent applications, We've seen an increase in scams with people losing their jobs, with the economic factor, you know, factoring into to what we have to look at. It's hit people where it counts, and that's unfortunately been in the pocket. So that's where the recovery needs to come in. We need to, once again, start adjusting rentals so that we can start pushing rentals up again for our landlords because that pocket has hit the landlords as much as it has with with the tenants as well. Mm-mm-mm. And I think you know you've already touched on something that
0: I wanted us to explore earlier. But I think let's get it out of the way. Uh, that is, of course, the the scams that we're also seeing. Um, I think let's let's probably just give the top tips for how what people should be looking out for in terms of scams, or the different ways also that some of these rental scams, you know, sometimes end up looking. Because I think you may see a post on you know privateproperty.co.za, and we know that scammers also use very credible platforms in order for them to to scam so it's not that you're seeing you know a random uh tweet from let's say uh you know a new account they use credible platforms to advertise and ultimately and more often than not sometimes they can even use an agency uh, sometimes they the owner uh, are going to be the ones who say no I'm putting my own property up and there's nothing that's a red flag from you know, an owner posting an ad on any platform because some, some owners, of course, you know, DIY their property portfolio. So what are some of those telltale signs of a potential rental scam that viewers at home need to be aware of for the future and particularly during this festive season?
1: So Zama, in, in any time of, of, of crisis and of any time where finances are crunch, obviously i'm talking specifically now about festive season you're going to have the ones who who need a couple of of extra bucks in the pocket so we've got the tenants who are actually posing as landlords and we have vice versa so when you've got the tenants who inquire with a legitimate agency they set up the viewing they then a range of viewing with an outsider who's wanting to view the property they then make contact with that that prospective tenant and tell them that if you want to to bag the the property best you pay your deposit asap um, we all know paying your deposit asap is not what any legitimate agency does we do have we do have a process to follow you don't pay deposits before you qualify. If you are dealing with a reputable company, you are going to be dealing with a process that's going to take you a, a while. And by a while, I mean you're looking at a 24 to 48-hour turnaround. You're not going to be asked in half an hour of viewing to, to put down a deposit. It's mm-hmm. not going to happen. Mm-hmm. So that, that to me, is one of the first most when it comes to, to the, the tenants out there that will be part of the money. And then... One of the topics that we are going to be looking at this evening is, is the fraudulent applications that come in. And, you know, those unfortunately go to the landlords who don't have the know-how and they then get roped into to dealing with an unsavory character. And as we all know, once somebody's in the unit, it's not that easy to get them out. So mm-hmm. you want to make sure you're putting your hands into the right, you know, your property into the right hands. So that you you've been looked after for the for the long term. And, and we're certainly going to be exploring that, you know, shortly,
0: Sheree, uh, something that I know that the landlords also want good insight on, on what are some of the uh, things that they need to be watching out for. If you're going to DIY it, you certainly need to look out for certain things. Uh, and sometimes perhaps use good service providers that help you in that stage, because, you know, doing the due diligence is actually uh, very difficult when you don't even know what some of the things you need to be you know, looking out for. Um, and so I think as a landlord, landlord it does pay uh, certainly in the early stages of your portfolio uh, of your property journey when you still haven't figured out how to do certain things to work with professionals who know how to sift through uh, a lot of the noise i see some of the love that you're getting on our facebook page and all everton glad surrender happiness uh Maluleka, watching farana sadiki saying evening fam things i'm looking Fabulous as always. Your smile, hey admin with green hearts. Thank you very much there, uh, Farana. Uh, we've also got uh, PTY Limited, Spania. I love it when people are watching and engaging us also with the company profile pages that they have, because we also know that this family is a family where you know we are watching in our individual accounts, but we're also watching with our property um, or rather with our business accounts, and so really engaging uh, with those as much as possible. And some of them are, of course, probably in the property space or. A service provider in something that is relating to property, so that's absolutely incredible. Now, Sherry, I want us to then look at the you know the service that RentPro provides that helps with you know identify or certainly helps with mitigating uh, the risks associated with scamming. You know, when people uh, think of it, whether you're a tenant side or certainly a landlord side, how does then prop come into the picture and assist with that particular uh, risk?
1: So. The, the first steps to take are your application process and that we have found with the, the, the book that we manage as well as the book that is a, a placement only because those are, are the two different options that you can look at. Those are your ground rules are always where anything in life starts. So if they're not done properly from, from scratch, you are going to land up with the repercussions later. So your your application process, your the process that you you follow with your supporting documentation, your your, your due diligence and, and IP that, that you have to actually as a company formulate for the specific product that you're dealing with is is something that is is what well, it's, it, it's a product that we've worked on as a whole as a company because it's it's a great you know there, there, there's there been a very big hole in the industry uh, you know we've always were known as you know state agents that the what we could do you know for the quick buck. and we can't look at that as 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 the, the money-making racket that that people pertain that you know perpetrated to be it's it's a it's a very strong business deal that you have to look at uh, in its entirety as as uh, a, a full qualification for credit when you're doing a rental. It's not, you know, just a, a quick deal to put together.
0: Mm-hmm. I wanted to go for a quick break and find out to the lucky winner of a thousand rands that is in the money bag is... And when we come back, we're going to look at you know what are some of the things that landlords need to look out for in terms of applicants, uh, sort of being uh, when you do your due diligence and trying to establish whether or not an applicant uh is, is a fraud or somebody who actually can't afford the you know the apartment or the property rather that you are renting out. Because we see a lot of that. There are also chances, they know the system, they and and if any, if if anything, they're professional skills. Rental scammers, right? They know how the system works. They know how difficult it is to legally get somebody out of your property, and they're probably counting on you being a new a newbie uh, landlord and you know going to feel stuck and also not having the financial and legal muscle to adequately get them out. Because the thing that we do not do, we do not resort to illegal action uh, when we deal with you know delinquent tenants. We absolutely do not do that at all. So you want to make sure that you get your due diligence right from. The get go, um, and I think when you're new as a landlord, you also want to make sure that you don't make certain mistakes that are ultimately going to cost you quite a significant amount of money. But in the meantime, let's have a look at who the lucky winner of that 1,000 rands in the money bag. And when you come back, I also want to hear actually from you know landlords if you have any horror stories of tenants who have somehow scammed you or you know managed to go around not paying rental or perhaps damage damaged rather your property. What are some of those stories and how did you resolve it? Please, whatever you do, don't tell us anything illegal that you did. We do not endorse that kind of action. I don't want to hear anything about locking people out uh, at all. And you should not be doing that. But how did you go about legally uh, resolving that particular issue? Let's have a quick look at the lucky winner and we'll be back in just a moment. And that lucky winner this evening goes to Uros and Zwane. One thousand rands that is in the money bag I hope that you are indeed watching Rose drop us a message to claim the thousand rands that is in the money bag Rose Antoine the potential lucky winner uh, and I hope that she's watching can claim that money otherwise we're going to have a roll over but she's still got some time to claim the money we'll see if later on in the show she has indeed claimed that cash prize but continuing our conversation with Sharif uh, Van Vidden who is the head of residential rentals at rent prop looking at can the rental market recover after 2021 you know before the break we looked at ways that uh you know tenants or potential tenants can spot uh, any scams that they see we also of course explored what we mean by your rental market recovering what we're recovering from i want us to then look at the the ways that landlords can spot a scammer, you know, a tenant who we know is a habitual scammer, and we, we know of these, I mean I'm, I'm, in, I'm in quite a few uh, landlord groups and some of them have said, look once they actually started tracing where this person has lived, they saw that this is their pattern, they kind of go around different places, stay a few months, sometimes will pay rent for those first two, three months, and after that, stories sort of start coming up. So what should a a landlord be doing um, well when they're doing their due diligence, uh, when it comes to, um, of course, checking whether a tenant is credible or not?
1: Well, first and foremost, Zama, is when something looks too good to be true, it generally is. So When you've got someone wanting to pay six months, 12 months rent up front, you know that they are generally trying to cover something somewhere. Nobody really wants to part with money that they don't have sitting, lying around unless they've got a good reason behind it. And once they're in the the property, what, what generally happens after the six months or the three months up front Is the landlords don't get any further payment and as you rightly said to get a tenant out you have to make sure you follow the letter of the law and you have to then make sure you do it you know the right way from from beginning to end and that just starts costing a lot of money so do the groundwork the right way and and wait and get the right tenant. And then you don't have to sit losing money that isn't necessarily there to to be lost at that moment. The application process we find is, is something that a lot of people do see as tedious, whether it's applying for a cell phone or an account or a home. It's having to get all your supporting documentation. And unfortunately, it is something that... You, you do need to insist on and you need to be able to verify that what you're getting is legitimate documentation. It's, it's something that we have seen a prolific increase in with more and more applications being processed online. People very seldom come and hand in a, a, a original a bank statement or pay slips or ID for that matter so being able to do a, you know a scan or a, a lovely quick put together computer payslip is something that they think that they can pull your eyes you know pull the ball over your eyes pretty quickly on so it is something that you do need to have the experience to to be able to pick up what you're looking at and where to look for for the telltale signs and in addition to that is to obviously make sure that you're doing the, the relevant um, reference checks and, and credit checks and being able to take note of what, what all of that is saying to you and which direction it's pointing you in. Mm. Uh,
0: and, and I think, you know, when we also look then at, especially the new landlords, because they wouldn't know how certain things Look or certain documents that have been, right. uh, you know, done uh, yeah. <laughs> at, at a that moment's notice, is- and 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 that's why more often than not we recommend that you work with a professional because you don't quite have an eye to spot, you know, some of these things. I think what would be besides working with, uh, you know, a professional, but what advice would you give to those landlords who, for some or other reason, still insist on managing their own, you know, tenants from. Uh, from procurement stage right through to actually the day-to-day management because, of course, there are different ways that you can manage your your portfolio. Sometimes the procurement, you can outsource that part uh, and then be left with the tenant and sometimes you also outsource that aspect as well. So Any advice for those tenants, for those landlords rather, um, who want to do it from from the beginning to the end when it comes to really sharpening their eye in being able to identify uh, whether they're dealing with a credible individual or not
1: without giving away all the secrets of the trade 20 years of of business experience in rentals is is why Rempop has actually got that ip in place and and we're able to pick it up so it is very difficult to to give you know a pinpoint because it's a wide variety of different aspects so the one thing i would say say to any prospective landlord right now is is don't just look at a credit report because a credit report on its own isn't going to give you enough history. Um, looking at, at a, a simple payslip on its own is not going to give you enough credibility. So you you have to look at things very holistically. And unfortunately, the the, the, the telltale signs are things that you only pick up With time and experience, it's not it's not a a a done science. It's something that that you learn over the years. And my agents are trained in in a way that they have to be able to pick up everything and anything and be kept up to date. Because you know, unfortunately, like everything in life, every aspect of of a fraudulent application is updated quite regularly. So. Mm. You know, where we would see one pattern over a couple of months, we'll see that, you know, the fraud takes another turn for a couple of months. So there, there's definitely different aspects of it. And, you know, do, doing your own homework, um, unfortunately, is something that, that it, it's not a, a rental is not a, a quick fix to, to full your property. It's something that you've really got to take the time to, to do a lot of in-depth investigating with all honesty i uh, often tell my, my agents that they're actually little forensic scientists because they have to to look for every small little clue and yeah, yeah. you know people you know used to look at agents and go oh well that's a nice job to do but it, it's it's a very in-depth job to do it's it's not a simple case of just popping somebody into a property you need to look at that person holistically and be able to to give your landlord the assurance that you have checked absolutely every avenue. We also see a lot of the reference checks that can be done are obviously telephonic, and that's the other way that we see a lot of HR departments that don't actually exist, um, that sit on the other side of the telephone, confirming employment. So, you know, before you, you take the first phone number that you get and and the first voice that picks up the phone who confirms everything, understand that it is something that is is, isn't as easily to you know, it's not as as easy to confirm as, as what people would like to think it is.
0: Mm. And I think it's such an important one, Shiri, which probably leads me to my next question around some of the trends that uh, at, at, at Rent Prop you've, you've been seeing. I mean, you've already started pointing to uh, you know, what your agents have been doing and some of the trends uh, that you've you know, been seeing. But from a holistic perspective, what have been some of the rental trends in particular um, that you've seen, whether it's from the demand side from you know, consumers or certainly from the supply side from the landlords?
1: At the beginning of, of this year, going into our second post-COVID wave, we noticed that we had a huge supply of, of rental property, because everything from the sale side, obviously, went very cold at the beginning of the year. And we had a lot of people who could not afford their rentals. So those all became available to, to the greater markets. But what we're seeing now is there is a change. There is definitely a shift in the last two months where we are now seeing that we can start increasing rentals again, that the demand out there is definitely a lot higher than it was at the beginning of the year. So our our numbers have, have increased drastically. When I look at our inquiry rate, for instance, We've hit the highest inquiry rate we've ever experienced in Remprop in the last two months, and that on its own shows that if we're getting that amount of of inquiries in, we we thankfully have the properties to to cope with that at, at this current moment in time. But it does show that the supply is going to slowly dry up, which means there will be a, an, an upside for for the landlords, which means. We don't have to go backwards in rental pricing any longer. We'll be able to start, you know, having a little bit of a return on the rentals instead of it being, you know, a liability, which a lot of landlords found to be the case through COVID last year and definitely at the beginning of this year. Mm. And you know, before I let you go,
0: Sherry, when we look at you know twenty twenty two, you know any predictions about whether rental market is going to be going firstly for the you know tenant side and then of course for the landlord side. I know many of us this time of year, and we did it last year, we reflect a lot on the year that was, but also of course try to have any kinds of predictions what
1: we can potentially anticipate into the new year. We found and what, what we're seeing is there is definitely an upturn in everything property. It's, it's definitely looking up from, from every aspect, not only the rental markets, which is, is it's a good thing because property is very indicative of where you are as a country. And I think for, for us, we, we, we were in a very uncertain time with COVID and, and where the economy was going but it's definitely it's definitely shown us that there is a turn and it's a positive turn and the rentals are increasing the that means that our, our landlord base is increasing our tenant base is increasing which means ultimately your 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 property is going to increase in value and you're going to be getting a greater return so i do see that that as a as a company, we're seeing a lot of positivity.
0: Mm-mm-mm. And I think that's you know a great note to to leave it on that. In as much as there's been certainly uh, a lot of lows this year, whether for landlords in particular, I think tenants for the most part have enjoyed. Uh, a really great market and they very likely will continue to enjoy that great market. The upturn is coming and and I think landlords need to know to weather those storms and that's why property is a long-term investment and there are instances where uh, we go through periods like this and if anything if you bought well, if you ran your numbers adequately from the get-go then you also adequately plan for this particular period where you may have to keep your rental at the same price point for a a, you know, a few years, um, and 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 we're not quite there. Yet. I mean, this is what the second year of experiencing this, uh, but you certainly need, do need to be aware of that. sheree it has been such a pleasure to have you with us on the show. Thank you so much for joining Thank us. Thank you, Sama.
1: Thank you so much. Take
0: care. And that is Cherie von Bidden, who is the Head of Residential Rentals at Prop, wrapping up the Thursday edition of the Private Property Podcast with myself, Uzama Kumalo. And I see that Uruz Ntswane has indeed raised her hand. She's been watching us live and has claimed that 1,000 rands that is in the money bag. So we're back at 500s tomorrow. I love it when people are watching and can claim their prize money, especially because it's December. We could all use that little bit of cash. You know, petrol prices going up. Everything is absolutely going up. So I think every little bit of rants, you know, every few rants that you can get uh, to top up your money certainly goes a long way. Well, that's it for myself. i this Thursday evening. I will be handing over to Umbalu at 8 p.m., who's going to be bringing you the Farming Podcast. I'll be back on the screens tomorrow at 7. Until then, hope you'll be staying home and staying safe.